Chapter 16 of Dave Dashaway and His Giant Airship by Roy Rockwood. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 In Friendly Hands. The young aviator did not delay for a single instant. So precipitately did he start for the group about the tree that he fairly knocked Hiram off his footing. The mischief! gasped the latter, righting himself and staring aghast at the scene a little distance ahead of them. Stop! Stop! shouted Dave at the top of his voice as he dashed across the open stretch and momentarily came nearer and nearer to the men who surrounded the airmen. Dave had a right to be urgent, for two men had seized hold of Mr. King as if to handle him roughly. Three rifles were aimed at Dave as he fearlessly ran up to the group. One of the party, evidently the leader, stared at our hero as he came to a halt with a suspicious and threatening scowl. "'Hello!' he challenged. "'Another one! Why, strangers are getting thick as bees in swarming time!' "'It's another detective!' growled a man by his side. Dave faced the fierce-visaged, reckless-mannered mob, all alive with anxiety and excitement. "'You must not harm that man!' he declared dauntlessly. "'Know him, do you?' inquired the leader, with a sinister look. "'I should say I did. There's some mistake. Now, who is he?' "'He is Mr. Robert King, the great aviator.' "'Hm, that's what he said. But we don't believe him,' retorted the leader. "'Look at that badge on him.' "'Why, that is a trophy from an aero club,' explained Dave. "'Read what it says, and you'll see that I am telling the truth.' "'Say, Sonny,' observed the man with a derisive laugh. There ain't no schoolhouses in this district, and none of us knows how to read. Now then, who are you, and where did you come from? I am in the same line as Mr. King, replied Dave, and I came from the spot where our airship landed. Now how did you find us? Oh, yes, said Dave quickly. I ran across the MacGuffins. They were making a raid, and... If the young aviator had thrown a firebrand among the group, he could not have caused more excitement. At the mention of that dread name, the MacGuffins, it seemed as though the men before him uttered a fearful roar of hatred and rage. The leader sprang forward and grasped Dave's arm. "'Don't you fool me!' he shouted. "'Where'd you run across the MacGuffins?' "'About fifteen miles north of here. They were burning houses and—' Dave was interrupted by a cry. It proceeded from the woman he and Hiram had helped. She appeared now upon the scene carrying her babe, and Hiram following with the little girl in his arms. "'Jared!' cried the woman, and then Dave knew that the leader of the outlaw band was her husband. The man stared at her in bewilderment. "'Nance!' he spoke in a husky voice. "'What does it mean, you being here?' "'Oh, Jared, the MacGuffins!' she wailed. "'They have burned us out. If it wasn't for these two brave boys, we might all have been killed. They hid us and helped me get here with the children.' "'You did this,' spoke the man in a choked-up tone, turning to the young aviator. "'And that fellow is your friend?' "'Yes, sir.' "'Set him free,' ordered the man with a wave of his hand towards Mr. King. "'As to you, young man, you've made some friends.' Let me tell you. 
dave and hiram hurried eagerly to the spot where two of the band began immediately to liberate mr king who had looked worn and worried a glad smile of relief now covered his face you came just in the nick of time he told his two young friends it looks so said hiram seriously there's a bad nest of them cautioned the airman i never met such stubborn unreasonable beings they seem to have two objects in life to fight each other and to dodge revenue officers regular outlaws aren't they queried hiram yes and with little idea of the value of human life the band grouped together about the woman who was reciting the incidents of the raid of the MacGuffins. wild shouts and threats followed her story the party split up and half of them ran to a thicket to reappear with horses at a word from the leader they set off in the direction the refugees had just come from then the man approached the airman and his companions we're uh, fellers maybe he said but we stick like glue to a friend you two young fellers save my nance and the babies there isn't much we fellers wouldn't do for you in return well you can probably help us out a good deal if you want to replied dave promptly just name how son mr king has told you how we are balloonists we need some quicksilver and the three of us had started out to locate some town where we could get the article quicksilver eh repeated the outlaw as though dubious and puzzled where would you be likely to get it now most hardware or drug stores keep it explained dave nothing else you need no only to return to our balloon when we get the quicksilver hi shouted the man beckoning to two of his men mount and make a quick run for forestville how much quicksilver do you want it comes in iron tubes explained the airman one will answer if they keep it in some other form about thirty ounces get back as soon as you can the outlaw ordered his messengers if the places are shut shoot up to town and get some action on the case the speaker turned and proceeded to where a tent stood in a little while he reappeared to say to his guests that they must be hungry and to follow him seated on rude home-made camp-stools the three friends enjoyed a meal of corn-pone sweet potatoes and wild turkey all cooked to a turn then their host threw some blankets on the ground outside he invited them to be seated and for over an hour asked question after question regarding their wonderful airship and the great world beyond the wilderness of which he knew so little we're perfectly safe to sleep here remarked mr king as the man left them finally more than safe declared dave these people would protect us with their lives the way they feel about us the wayfarers were pretty well tired out all three were soon asleep it must have been two hours later when dave felt himself roughly shaken the outlaw leader and two others were standing near staring up into the sky in an odd puzzled way what's that asked the outlaw leader of the young aviator it's strange to us and i thought you'd know across the sky in the direction of the airship a broad sweeping pencil of light swept the heavens from zenith to horizon and back again ah that said dave it's the great searchlight of the albatross End of chapter sixteen